All right, have you heard about the new Podcast One app? There is no other podcast app like this. Exclamation point. Download the all-new Podcast One app now in the App Store or on Google Play now. You can find out everything about your favorite shows and get more content from my show. Find articles, social media, episodes, and even make playlists. It's easy to comment and connect with other fans, too. We have our own little community on there. You can share your favorite content and see behind-the-scenes photos. Plus, get a 360-degree video and watch a bunch of shows in virtual reality. There's over a 1,000 videos on there right now, exclamation point. It's like you're in the studio. No, exclamation point. The new Podcast One app looks so cool and has so many little things you can do, including fun things like rewards for listening. So what are you waiting for? Download the new Podcast One app in the App Store or Google Play now, exclamation point. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston, and recorded live from the porch of the famous Malibu Kitchen. Now, here's Spike. Thank you, Rich, the announcer. What a voice he has. It's, I, I wish I could broadcast like that. It's Spike. Spike's Car Radio, Spike first, and sitting on the porch here at the Malibu Kitchen. It's another lovely day out here. Let me put my finger up in the wind and why why it's 72 and sunny. 72 and sunny here in lovely Malibu, California. I've driven out my Range Rover Sport because I'm, uh, well, I didn't, I didn't uh, get up on the right side of the bed this morning and I took the wrong car. I had my GT3 in the garage and instead I picked this Range Rover Sport, which I love. But it, it kind of ruined the drive. I've got a great show for you today. We've got Adam Ferrara. You may know him as the uh, one of the three hosts from Top Gear USA, formerly on History. We're going to hear about what went right with that show, what went wrong with that show, how the whole thing works. I, I, I've got a million questions that I want to ask him about. Uh, do they script stuff? Do they crash stuff? Have people perished? Have people died? Um, my co-host... Today is Matt Farah from The Smoking Tire. Hello, Matt. Hello, Spike. It's always nice when you come out here. You know, you and I uh, have breakfast out here a lot. We, yes. We come out, we yes. drink coffee, and then we, we hit the canyons. But you're frequently out here reviewing cars, right, or shooting your one-takes. I am. I, uh, I, this is like uh, my end of... My end of uh, evaluation tuna sandwich, <laughs> you know. Unlike Fast and the Furious, here at Bill's, everyone likes the tuna. And oh, it's great. Are you too old for that joke? Do you, Will, Will our, our producer, understands that joke because he's young enough I'm to I'm pretending have seen to Fast understand, but. It's a line from the Fast and the Furious. I'm not going to. Nobody pre- likes the tuna. I'm That's not, not going to laugh at it. And there's here, Bill, Bill walking up the ramp. He heard <laughs> no one likes the tuna, and he's upset. Um, my kids are really into the Fast and Furious movies now. Um, I can hang. I get it. Hot girls, beautiful cars. Right. But I think I'm past the age where I can enjoy that. They they have lost me. I'll be honest. They they had me at the beginning. when the submarine came up through the ice. Did they well, lose they, you? They lost me at the Tokyo Drift one. They and then they got me back at the fourth. Okay, one now that's the one I did see, and Tokyo I and Drift? I yeah, and I liked it a lot. Really, give all the racing scenes inside the parking garage. That's cool. It's not yeah, the only drifting. One that, yeah, yeah. I mean. But they've all had drifting. I didn't know what I was watching until this moment. But that was like they really capitalized on the the, oh wait, drifting is cool. Right now, you know, drifting is just part of the movie. But they don't. It's not so on the nose. Do you drift? Do do you like drifting, bro? Do you even drift? Uh, um, (laughs) I I can. 
I'm not particularly good at it, but it is one of the most fun things. You and can what do in explain car. is to the people who out there who don't know how to drift. What drives drifting? Is it the horsepower? A couple or- things. You need rear wheel drive. Okay. You need generally front engine, but you can go mid engine or rear engine as well. But generally front engine, rear drive, um, a gearbox that you can control manually. Uh, ideally, uh, a third pedal. Okay. No, not, no automatics, although you, you could, in theory, drift with automatic. And a limited slip differential. Wow. Those okay. are the things that you need. And also, you know, like some level of skill. There's definitely Adam Ferrara. Oh, here's Adam Ferrara hey! now pulling up in a... Rolling up heavy. Is that an old? It seems like That's a, a little saber? Old, what, a what, what are we looking at? I mean, it's large and in charge. <laughs> it, is it looks like a city block. You hear it? it sounds good. On wheels. It, it appears to be purple. Sounds good. I like it. It's got a Landau roof. Is it a Buick LeSabre? Is that what that is? I th- it's I I think it's a Buick. It's got the shield, the Buick shield. Right. Well, look at this. I'm embarrassed to say I don't this know. This is the first question I've ever asked you that you didn't know the answer to. First you know, car question. Of that era of vehicle, it's the, tough. the mid to late 70s, a lot of blending together of the GM <laughs> brands, if I'm honest. There's not a whole lot of difference between a Buick and Olds and a If I saw like the, the you know the front grille, I could probably tell you, but all I got was a 90 degree angle. So honestly, so weird doing this show on the porch. Why? There's just, because there's just a lot of external influence. There is. In my studio, it's just like, you know, it's it's a fairly sterile environment and, and Well, that you know, that's why you're bringing up something really important to me. You know, we Instagram the hell out of our little breakfast here and people have always want people always say, "Can I come driving with you? Can can I come hang out with you?" And of course, the answer is no. You you can't. No. <laughs> you can't course. do that. Why would you even I'm ask just that? here with my friends. Yeah, please stop messaging me. But I thought if I leave a chair open for those folks, they could at least we could export that experience to them, and they could be part of our little thing that we do here. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, and I then I would have a safe distance, so no one would, <laughs> so no one would hurt me, <laughs> or you yeah, for that matter. We tell them about it later. <laughs> right. They find out. They they come to this porch with us later. So when, the one we're already gone. <laughs> so the ambiance and the cars. You know, it, I hope people are enjoying that. I hope they feel like it. And they close their eyes and please don't close your eyes if you're driving right now but if they close their eyes maybe for a minute they get a little bit of that cars and coffee experience that we I have wish here. there were better cars coming around we can't there's other than Adams Buick or Pontiac or Oldsmobile whatever it was right well we we're tell us I'm sure but on the weekends all the car shows the guys come here after to bills to have a little cup of coffee during the week this is all tourists you're seeing a lot of tourist cars well, when I come here to meet up with you and your friends Yes. I always have the worst car. <laughs> oh, I mean, almost universally. Why Today are you, you judging? Why are you, you do? You have your Ford Mustang, the IRS. Oh, it's very pretty. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I got her nice and early, so I got a good parking space. Well, apparently and, uh, Adam has parked. He was having trouble. He's walking up with his backpack oh, yeah, right docking. now. He was talking. <laughs> I don't know where the hell he parked. Deckhand. That is a very, very big car. Here he comes up the ramp. He looks. It's like a he lo- play-by-play. He's looking where What's he's up, walking. Brother? We're rolling. We're what, live. What kind of car is that? That's a seventy a, deuce and a quarter. A, a deuce and a quarter. It's not very descriptive. Seventy deuce <laughs> and a quarter. <laughs> Good to see you, Buick, Buick Electra. Electra. Hey, What's going on, man? Spike Ferguson. He's uh, coming in. He's sitting down. It's We're part of the deal. Check his audio levels. How we doing? How you doing? There you go. Right. You just have to stay close to the mic. Good. Live and well. Good. How's that? Better. Perfect. Perfection. Hi, it's nice to meet you. I don't you think too. you and I have ever met before. We haven't met. Nice to Mike? see you. I don't no, know. no. I've seen him on TV. I've seen I him have not met you, and now we are. 
Spike in a parking was like, lot. Come on the show Here with Adam's going to be here. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't hung out in a long time. Where did you guys meet? You in years. I met you. Uh, the first USA. The first for, time. For, yeah, the USA. first at the at the Marine base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I, well, I knew you from smoking tire. And, but, and you were the, and you asked me about my back, which is like for someone who has never really, we've never really hung out, hung out. No. That's like you're. That's a really nice thing for you to ask about, for you oh, to I a, remember you, and and yeah. to ask about. Wow. But okay. wh- where Genuine did you? Person. So he was shooting an episode of the show, and the you showed up. Episode the first episode. First episode. He, uh, uh, he came. Uh, Matt came down, and um, we were walking around the motor pool and just uh, just talking and. That was it, but you know, you see each other on Twitter and stuff. You know, you were at the first episode of the Grand Tour as well, yeah, right? I so was. you're just showing up. I actually, didn't I don't like recall it at all. seeing you. <laughs> no, I didn't like it at all. You didn't like we the show. We were in the desert. With yeah, all the cars. The, not when they were shooting that big intro sequence. Right. I, I was thankfully spared that. Right. I heard that was pretty brutal. Well, I mean, if, like after six years in the desert, yeah. if I don't have to go, I'm not going. <laughs> no, I was at the studio, the indoor one. Yeah, and it was nice of them to invite me. And yeah, Richard sure. Porter invited me, and I, I do it. Oh, how's he? How's he doing? I, I love seen Richard Porter. Isn't he a sweetheart? He's, you know Richard Porter? Sniff petrol on Twitter. I don't. Yeah. Just a genius, nice and hilarious, man. and a nice guy. But I just, yeah, it was it was tough to see those guys. You know, they didn't have a lot of their IP. <laughs> the BBC right. owns a lot of their, their stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they had to, like, imagine you're wearing a, uh, the Who shirt right, right now. Imagine you went to a Who concert mm-hmm. sort of late in their careers. No, Keith Moon? I'm not going. But they couldn't play. <laughs> imagine they couldn't play any of their songs. I've gone oh, through, okay. I've that's gone through this exact that's, that's thing. That's pretty good. You yeah. know, it's like seeing a great band that can't do any of their material. Oh. So when what I, couldn't wh- they do? Well, when I was on Letterman at NBC and we moved to CBS... There's intellectual property. You yeah. couldn't do viewer mail. Yeah, you can't you take can't, the bits with you. You can't take the That's bits. Funny. The top ten, I think, is the only one. Dave said, "No, I don't care. You can sue me. Yeah. I'm going to take the top ten. But it's that anything that's created while the people mm. are being paid by the network it belongs to the network. And well, I think that started with the Medici. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was we're keeping the paintings. We're keeping them. We're keeping them all. <laughs> it, but it was statues, everything. From, everything Pray from somewhere else. What? James May couldn't say cock. You know that's a thing. They own, what? They own that. What do you mean? Jerry Clarkson co- can't say power. That's a thing. That Let, wait, hold on. Owns. What do you mean? Yeah, Top Gear owns the word it's cock. Ca- the catchphrases. Catchphrases. But cock is host. not a catchphrase. It is when James May says it. What if, what, really? if, what if he's using it as a noun? <laughs> <laughs> can, can he urinate with but, his cock? You know, also can the, it, the con- are there things? <laughs> and the concept of the silent racing driver? Yeah. You know, they, can't have, they couldn't have that. And mm. so they, they, they went the other way with it, and they got a racing driver who doesn't shut the fuck up. Funny. You know, and it went, can I say, can I drop F-bombs? You can say show? whatever you like. Great. You just and did. Just We're just did. sitting at a table in Malibu. Just don't uh, say cock. So it's, they kind of, you <laughs> Unless you, yeah, you want to pay. I, mean, I don't know if you can point because there's no video. <laughs> well, here, let's talk about Adam. I want to hear ahead. about how you get involved. Now, it, it, before you get involved with Top Gear, yeah. you're an actor and a comedian, yeah. or a comedian and not an actor. What are you yeah. doing? I was, and, on a, I was on a show called uh, Rescue Me. I was a stand-up and uh, I was an actor. So I was on Rescue Me and uh, I had... Uh, uh, we were we doing the Rescue Me comedy tour, so we're on a tour bus, and um, Dennis uh, pulled us, me and Lenny Clark aside and goes, uh, listen, what do you guys think about doing nine more episodes and just shooting this thing in the head? And we went, no. I don't have Ice Age money, you skinny fuck. <laughs> yeah. So so he laughed, and I think we did about 18. We shot 18 straight, and then they whacked it up into two seasons. And so, you know, it's you know this business. Time to, what's the next thing? Yeah. Right. So I, I, I had done a car show uh, for history. I did a pilot for them that I really liked. That they didn't pick up. 
Uh, what was they, that show? Like my, it was called the United States of Cars. Basically, I told the I told the history of uh, history of uh, uh, times in American history through the point of view of cars and who That's drove. That's cool. Them. Yeah, it's a great I, it looked I, good I, on paper, man. I don't By the way, I'm going to buy yeah, that right now. Show. I drove. It was great because I got I got a, a nineteen a sixty nine Bug and I got a sixty nine um, GTO. Okay. No, a seventy GTO. So I got the you know those two cultures and everything. So right. We shot the pilot. It was pretty good. They didn't they didn't pick it up, but they liked me. Uh, and they said, um, you know, we have the rights to Top Gear. We're going to do an American Top Gear. And my first words were, don't screw it up. Right. It's, it's a perfect show. Mm-hmm. I love People the on show. on the other side were saying that, too. Yeah, don't screw it up. I said, don't screw we're it up. We're still saying that, by the yeah. way, but go ahead. So I was sitting in the room, and they said, we want you to meet the producers. And I said, we want you to be in. I'm like, I don't want to screw it up. <laughs> don't put this on me. You know. Um, I said, I have no interest in reading for the part of Clarkson. She goes, no, no, no. We don't want that. We want you guys in that context to be yourselves. So just being a fan of the show to meet the guys that produce it. Right. How do you not take the meeting? Of course. So, and it was the weirdest meeting I ever had, Spike. It wasn't like you go to a studio, you go to a producer's office, say hello to. No. Go to this church parking lot, look for an Evo and no cops. Like it was a ransom drop. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Go to a church parking lot. We went to a church parking lot and we found it. It was an Evo 9, I think. <laughs> and there was Tanner and Rutt and a bunch of English guys with cameras. And That's hilarious. We just started messing around. And we got in a car and we started doing donuts. And then I remember we found. So it was. Mo- it sounds like it's a chemistry test. At yeah, that's pretty much what it was. We and did they have cameras up? The yeah, we had cameras up. And I went back like three or four times. And you were cool with them just shooting you right away without any I sort of release. Like, or- what are you going to do? I was, you know, I was like, all right, this. I guess this is cars. What is there lunch? Cool guys. Do I get so lunch? at that point? Mike's very Hollywood. He'd be like, let me get my agent in on this. And well, not yeah, very Hollywood. Like- I work in the entertainment yeah. industry. <laughs> yes, what I'm used to being protected by people. So, but I'm trying to catch up. So if they. Shiny objects. If they have yeah. Rutledge and they have Tanner at that point, they've already cast two of the parts. I think they did because I never. So they were looking for. I a third never at this went point. back and read with anybody else. They they were, were with a bunch of people, so I think they were pretty much sold on them when I entered the picture. Right. But I went back three times. This was like November. And, I did the uh, Adam Carolla pilot before yeah. that. Where right. it was Adam Tanner, and then they it was maybe me, but Eric Stromer. Remember him? Yeah. He was like a home and garden TV guy. So, yeah. <clears throat> so after this meeting, they give you the show. They no, say. no. After this meeting, we go back. We found a couch. I remember right. there was, it was an old couch. And I said, hey, you with the beard, sit on the couch. Let's see how quick, how close the race guy can get to you before you chicken out. And he's like, I don't know if I want to do this. Don't be. And we started arguing right there. Uh-huh. And they said, uh, all right, cut. Some English guy said, all right, I guess he didn't like that. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Uh, just cream, please. Thank you. He's got a little yeah. cup of coffee here. I can't here. say coffee. It's owned by Dr. Who. <laughs> <laughs> you could say um, scrotum as much as you want. Yeah, Nobody owns scrotum. that, right? You yeah. can. So, uh, so then I went back, and then we did the news, and it was a process. And after about six, eight months, they, then they finally called up and said, do you want the show? And at this point, I went, what show? You know how long it's been? Yeah, six, eight months. So what, yes. you know, we've heard a lot. Matt, Both Matt and I have friends who've uh, auditioned for this new version of Top Gear. Mm. And then the contract comes around, and you see what you're getting paid. Did, were they paying you real money in the beginning on that show? Uh, it's, they never pay what you. They were giving us enough to do the show. Right. <laughs> but know? did it compare to Rescue Me money? It's 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 different. It's basic cable. Base. This is this is standard cable. And right. FX was premium cable. So it was it was. Oh, look, I did the show. Premium you, cable. You did spike. it because because of cars. I did it because I I liked the guys. You liked I, the guys. I did it. Right. I'll be honest with you. I'm like, all right, we got ten episodes. I was very. We were all fans of the show, so right, we were right. all like, hey, I don't want to. We're not doing an imitations, and we banged heads a lot with the producers. Thank you, my friend. We banged heads a lot with the producers because, yeah, we're not doing that. Right, it must have been tough in the beginning because they wanted to. They, I mean, it ended they, up well, they know what they, they wanted want. to recycle some British. They wanted bits. to protect the brand, and they yeah. wanted to do that. And Richard Porter was actually yeah. there, and he was very, uh, very sympathetic to what we wanted. And 
I didn't say a lot. Of that. I remember once there was, I forget who the suit was, but we were doing studio. And they said, I need you to say this. I go, hey, take my mole. <laughs> Ain't coming out of my mouth. He has yeah. a mole on so, his right yeah. cheek that he's referencing. But we found a show. I Is will that a common this. joke area for you, your own mole? What? Well, <laughs> Rutledge <laughs> named me that. Our, 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 we, we always threatened to do a podcast because we, we lived together when we shot right. the show. We had every meal together. Yes. We had breakfast at the hotel or in a truck. Lunch on set, and then we all had dinner together. So we were pretty much a. a he, are those real glasses, or is he just no, doing that to real. look smart? They're, Everything they're is real. real. Okay. So we're all we're all like we're all like a band of idiots. <laughs> you know, it's not like we're that brilliant actors. We can create that. That's us. You know what I wanted to ask you because I don't think a lot of people know how scripted a show like that is. Like when it when we it, have money for lunch, you want money for a script? <laughs> I jump that caddy. People go, Come do you have on. a stunt yeah. guy? I go, no, nope, we don't yeah. have. There don't are have money scripts. For lunch. That was all there me. are scripts. So when it, there are. Talking points and information about the cars, but aren't episodes fully scripted out? No, as far no, as we, here's where we're starting, what we're going to do, what we're going to do. We right. up, look, no one scripted. Listen, for six years, the running joke is punch each other in the nuts. I can honestly <laughs> say that didn't come out of a writer's head. But here's what I'm trying to here's what I'm trying to get. Well done. At. So, <laughs> point Farrah. When. You do get a script the first you hear about stuff, or are they just yeah. saying, here, show up tomorrow on this hill no, no, with this truck? Did, in the very beginning, because of Because the, I've seen these scripts. They seem to be yeah, like a page like divided out. Divided out, and then in it's half. like, this, this happens, and they say this, and we right. yeah, I don't know who so these well, that, people are. That's the question. Is that. there like a run-through or a read-through ahead no. of that for you guys to chime no. in like on this, stuff? This happens, this happens, this happens. And after the first... I think after the first, the first year was very ooh. They were like because no one knew what was going on. Right after we did the Alaska episode and we were in Alaska for trucks, six days right? with the, the trucks, tr- yeah. that's when we found the show. The trucks, and after fun. that we went. You, know, you can send them. We ain't gonna read well, them. Well, after that, after that, <laughs> didn't you sort of throw the studio away entirely? Yeah, that's when everything that's went away. Adventure films. studio went away, and yeah. that's what it became because that's what our our energy dictated the show wanted to be in yeah. that context. So that's and I applaud John Hessling, our executive producer uh, at the time, said, "Yeah, we're going to get rid of it. It's that's not." A, were it's you a ever good idea? Because it's the it, well. Here's the, here's tough, the other man. thing we found out, Matt. It was we could we, we have to tell the story in 44 minutes, right? BBC, it's it's government sponsored. It could be an hour and a half. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. do it. We couldn't tell the stories in 44 minutes, and that's what the audience on History responded to. Were so, you ever coming up with ideas for stories? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember sitting in a room once, season one, and I'm like, uh, I said, I want to put guns on cars and play Atari tank battle. And Hessling went, Genius. brilliant. Yeah. And that's when I realized there's no adult in the room. The best thing about wow. Top Gear uh, is fun. the word yes is mm-hmm. used frequently. Yeah. Really? Ideas can become yeah. yes. I and uh, Some of them are a fight. It took me five <laughs> years to get a hearse that I made into a mail truck and put an air gun in to shoot mail. Into someone's. I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, but so is it, it like five years to get a hearse? You know, I, it took me two years to get the '87 Grand National, but I did. Blew the head gasket on it, but that's I got a beautiful it. car. We had yeah. that on car match figure. The um, the, do you ever get though, like in the early days of comedy when you're doing late night, there yeah. aren't many shows. Now there are a lot of car shows. Yeah, yeah. Where there are a lot of pitches. We're like, oh, we can't do that because so and so did for it a on car the, show. Yeah, these. No, I this when I did the history show, there wasn't a lot. There was Top Gear. Um, there wasn't anything. Well, there were American Top Gears television. in every country. Yeah, but it wasn't really here. We right. you had to see it on the internet, you know. And I hear Top Gear North Korea is not doing it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Have you watched it? You yeah. Know, Kim Jong Un says it's rated very yes. highly, and Donald Trump has repeated that. They've got I know. this and wonderful has segment. The fastest time on, on all tracks. <laughs> and poison but, gel, touching drivers, and yeah. dying of heart so attacks. So there was, um, there was, there wasn't a lot of. Uh, a lot of content in, in the space when we uh-huh. started, you know. So have you always been a car guy? I mean, I you, always loved. Where I, did you I grew up? You grew up in Long, Long Island? Island, but I have an emotional attachment. That's why I got that 
that old Buick. Yeah, um, from well, my dad. That's my dad was that, could, was that your dad's? No, no. Vehicle? My my grandfather had that car when I was a kid, and I remember the side molding, that big side right, molding. Right, right. And I remember as a kid having that car, um, and that was came from the show. We, uh, I thought I was going to say, was that, that a was the, That yeah. was the piano car. Yeah. <laughs> the radio broke, so I put a grand piano on the roof for the driver <laughs> so he could play me music while I drove. And then what do you call that color? What, what color? That color it is now? Yeah. That's black cherry metallic. Black cherry metallic. Yeah. It makes quite an entrance. Oh, yeah. That's black cherry That's metallic. Ma- Magnaflow split the exhaust for me. It's got the big block in it. I smoke the windows, and I drive around Santa wow. Monica. I play Parliament Funkadelic, that, and I <laughs> scare white people. Is that your everydayer right now? Mm-hmm. When I can, I don't take it where someone's got to valet it yeah. and parking it. I mean, that's 18 I feet, know. 5 <laughs> inches. Very, I, I, I went around and passed you. It. I parked it in Burbank and walked. <laughs> he needs yacht parking for yeah. it. It does remind you of being a kid, though, right? Because I blew up in a, uh, grew yeah. up in a, a blue-collar town yeah. with those cars. When those I get cars. back into them now, I feel I feel. Young I think again. of my dad. And right. that's how I got connected. My father had that ability. He could fix anything. Oh, Look, really? I, I, the carburetor's gone. Was I'm he a screwed. mechanic? No, but he was a mechanical ability. He could fix anything. He'd just look at it, and he had that if the mentality statement. of yeah. fixing shit. Wow. And I, we learned very quickly my mechanical ability. My job was to hold the light. I, was, I fetch tools. Yeah, that was. That, that I, was I knew it. what. A I mean, I, I can was. gap I a spark plug with a matchbook. <laughs> I can I can smack the solenoid to get the starter to click over, change your oil. After that, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you should, with the with the reflashing and the ECUs, you just pick up the hood and it should be just a sign. Call the guy. Yeah. Just I can, call the guy. I can diagnose it from my phone. Yeah. A little Bluetooth dongle and shit. I can call an Uber. Yeah. That's um, it. All right, we got to take a little break. We'll be back in a minute with more from Adam Ferrara. You know, there's something about True Car a lot of people don't know. Using True Car can also help you buy a used car. In fact, there are over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles, that's used cars, available from True Car certified dealers nationwide. Whether you're looking to buy new or used, you can get upfront pricing information that empowers discounts off the list price for used cars and a better buying experience through the True Car certified dealer network. There are over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles available from True Car certified dealers nationwide. You'll see what other people paid for the car you want so you can know what a fair price is and feel confident. With True Car, you can connect with a local certified dealer of your choosing so you can enjoy a quick, easy buying experience. Using True Car, you can easily find the new or used car you want. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states, and I'm not going to tell you which states and which features. That's not my job. Podcast One has a whole bunch of awesome new shows filled with big names that are waiting for you on our brand new amazing app. This one's a game changer. There's Norman Lear talking to Amy Poehler, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and Charles Barkley. Geffen Playhouse Unscripted with Brian Cranston, Josh Gad, and soon Neil Patrick Harris. Nice. OC Real Housewife, Heather Dubrow's World, Lady Gang's Three Mimosa Podcast with Leah Michelle, Nelly Furtado, L. King, and more. Plus every episode of the Adam Carolla Show, Dan Patrick, and Rich Eisen. And if you like what happens in the ring, we've got Steve Austin, Chris Jericho, Chael Sonnen, and a whole bunch more. So download our one of a kind new app and see for yourself. Go to the App Store, Google Play, or download it now at podcast1.com. You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. All right, we're back with Adam Ferrara and Matt Barrer from the Smoking Tire. What is this talk of a Ferrari rolling a Ferrari what? That's the last time Adam, I saw it. Adam's this missus has a, ha, had, had an F430. A, a delightful little she, red You let her sell that? Car. Why? Well, Did she come to you that I, way? I said, honey, this look, girl? we got a choice. You want a house or we live in a car? <laughs> <laughs> the freaking oil so change on that was to like twenty six hundred dollars. Yeah, you yeah. Know, pull the thing and change the oil and stuff. It's a magnificent machine. Yeah. Are there any modern classic Ferraris that aren't 
nightmares for maintenance? Well, like you were wanting no, to buy four, the three sixty. Four five eights are are lovely and they're extraordinarily reliable. You're, right, the three twenty eight too. A three, yeah, but it's slow. You want to. If you want a Ferrari, yeah, but you, you get you rolling that. Magnum I did 188 in the F12 Berlinetta. How nice is the F12? Wow, F12s are good. Just Where did you do 188? On a causeway in Utah. Yeah, and so uh, an illegal good, 188. Yeah. I, but it's not. It's not like it's not like runway smooth. So you get that. Yeah. And I I've never gone 200 miles an hour. And that's, no, a, that's a 212 mile an hour car. And I've you never. never now you got to find a way you do 200. I did. I tried. To, I got. I hit the brake cone in a Superleggera. Um, on the runway, mm-hmm. that's a 202 <laughs> mile an hour car, yeah. yeah. And that was like a buck eighty. Don't you 80. think 160 is the last reasonable speed for a car? 140, and I find, is where everything starts getting light. Where you get the lift. See, one, yeah. that's yeah. 160 that's, for me. Yeah, that's where things. I start to get a little sleepy and stuff starts to vibrate. Yeah. And I just want to take a nap. Yeah, you know, dead relatives are <laughs> trying to warn you. <laughs> well, I just wonder where I am. I start wondering where where I am because I did that. You're close to death, Spike. In a Carrera GT, in a 2004 Carrera GT, and yeah, a, 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 a runway in Berlin, in East mm-hmm. Berlin. That's and it was in the rain, and that you know, yeah. it got sleepy. I'll be honest with you. Over those edges, and it gets like I did 183 on the autobahn on an open road. Yeah, that's and I, nice. they're like, oh, we, we need to do it again for the uh, for the um, for the. Uh, uh, I had to do it twice, and I do it again for the um, the exterior shot, yeah, the, right? the interior, the on the uh, speedometer. They, oh yeah, well we need the speedo shot. Yeah, we need the speedo yeah, shot. It again. It's brilliant. <laughs> okay, this the, is my job. The autobahn, but how civilized is the autobahn? I mean, there's, it's civil, but it's 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 a little ridiculous only because it's two lanes. I'm in a new. I'm in the, the Hurricane just came out, so Lamborghini gave me the Hurricane. They're great. And you know what they fixed on it that I love? They made the pedal box the dead man. Pedal, that's bigger now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so my left ball isn't square. Yeah. <laughs> And they fixed the uh, the, uh, the the paddle, the, the directional stalk. Now I was hitting it with the paddle. It's oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you're not hitting the blinker. No, anymore. yeah. Now, yeah. now it's yeah. on the th- it's blinkers on, and horn on the, issues uh, on the on the, the motor. It's a, like a motorcycle switch. Yeah. Now on the steering wheel. And, Actually, and the tra- and the launch control is so much more civil. I hit the launch control of the Superleggera. I thought I dropped the transmission oh, and yeah. lost yeah, the kidney. It kicks you super <laughs> hard. Yeah. It kicks you like your yeah. father found your dope. Just what are you doing in my house? Boom. I actually blew. The front diff in an Aventador by launching it a few times. <laughs> Lamborghini was none too. Yeah, well, it was a little warm before you got it. <laughs> Are you going to get in trouble for that? Will they? No, it ha- this happened two years ago. Come Who do you think? Which car manufacturer punishes the most? Do you think? Well, it's Ferrari's not, not forgiving. Yeah, Ferrari. They'll, but, they, you know, they all will just if they're upset, they'll just stop returning your calls. There's yeah. no punishment. They'll right, just they, they just yeah. vanish. They just Ferrari's disappear. Very tough. Screaming but the silence. Though, have you, have you had a 488? Yes, yeah. the best. No, that is yeah. the best. Cool. The best. Now yeah. so we're making a list. The, the Ferrari as a company could have almost any transgression that I would forgive mm-hmm. because the 488 is so good. It's a mm-hmm. dream that car. McLaren of the supercars. McLaren is the best to deal with. Yeah, because as far you know, as a company, yeah. and you know Frank, and I'm, I'm blanking on Frank's last name, but the guy that divide, uh, designed the MP412C oh, did uh, the F430. Frank Stevenson, he was yeah. just here a few he weeks was? ago. Yeah. He came for the launch of the podcast. That's great. <laughs> he just showed up. I met there. him at, at the M- with a, at he, the McLaren. He showed up with a P1. And someone said, this is Frank Stevenson. And I go, I'm not sure who he is. He goes, he designed that <laughs> he designed car. car. See that car? And then he took me around the P1 and showed me, this is why we did this. You know, a, a magical 10 minutes of my yeah. life. It's just wonderful. Yeah, they but all the, go to Pasadena. Like, yeah, they all Pas- go to uh, Art Center. Yeah. You ever hung out there? I have not. It's really, the students there mm-hmm. are shockingly brilliant. Cool. I mean, just watching but them what work. Are, you're what like, are they I, making? 
They're that designing we've seen. cars. They are. Yeah, they're designed. I mean, what 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 have they designed that well, I they know? They work on on concepts in school, but right. they go on. It's not just flying cars well, the, like the my kids are making. The brand new NSX. The uh, a girl graduated from past, from Art Center, and three years later, she designed the new really? NSX. That is wow. out now. Yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. These kids are brilliant. I've done nothing with my life. <laughs> what are you doing with your life right now? I have 56 notebooks full of dick jokes. <laughs> so Top Gear's off yeah, the air. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk more about Top Gear, because yes. Top, Top Gear USA is fun. off the air. I will tell you, one of the best... I, I, I've i made friends, and the one thing that it really I'm... Well, I'm not proud of, but we're just pleased that we were able to communicate to people was... We got a tweet once, and we had it framed in the office. There was a single mother that says, listen, I'm a single mother... Uh, of a of a thirteen year old boy. This is the only time we sit down together is to watch your show, and I really pray that my son gets to make friends and have a friendship like you guys have. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna cry. What the? <laughs> oh, lady, can't we just talk about cars? What are you doing? And that we we all three of us were just very pleased to be able to communicate that. To people. Adam Levine that's got the I same got letter the on the voice. That's kind of the Adam point. Levine got the same letter on the voice. It's <laughs> yeah. It just, <laughs> Don't it's you just find like, the TV fans are TV fans for lots of different shows? Well, I'm sure it, whatever speaks not to them. to ruin your moment. No, but, but whatever speaks to someone and where they can get that, a connection with someone. Right. Tell what's the stuff that we didn't, we didn't hear about on Top Gear USA? Like, w- was there ever like a, a, a funny moment that they cut out or a, a crash? A lot Did, of shit they cut out. <laughs> like what? Tell me I'm what's the thing what, on the show that you loved out. that was taken out that you wish had remained in? Oh, they would. Well, when we first had to set a time travel for the uh, time travel, time travel. Wow. When we first had to set <laughs> when we first when we got that time. DeLorean, you can go back like, in I don't time. think we can air this. Guys. We didn't know the DeLorean <laughs> actually <laughs> did work until we hit eighty eight miles. Miles an hour, and then we're back. That's a and, great segment. And we're sitting with John Delorean, going, "Look, is it cocaine to save the company, or you just like it?" I don't think the hood ornament should be a spoon, John. Um, Whole car is rather spoon. No, so one of the things we did, we uh, we were sitting to, we had to, we had to set a, a a time for the lap before the celebrities came on. So we're in a creative meeting, and I go, "Listen, it's the History Channel. Let's dress up Hitler." Put him on a lap, and then when I do the interviews, I can say, so do you think you're faster than Hitler? <laughs> silence! Just silence. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do I that. love that idea. That's actually funny. Yeah, I go, we're Am on I the ha- History Channel. Have you seen it? <laughs> they keep rerunning it. We win. It's fine. <laughs> then you, but then you have to cast Hitler, <laughs> which is always the problem with yeah. that segment. Bringing in a bunch of Hitlers. Yeah. And, you know, he's not going to look exactly like Hitler. Yeah. You know, this guy who played the soup Nazi could have done a Hitler, Larry yeah. Thomas. Oh, he he might have been a nice could've. Hitler. I'll tell you one. I actually, I ended up do, putting the joke in my act, but I liked it. Uh, I was doing the uh, SLS AMG when it came out mm-hmm. and the gullwing doors. And I said, you know, if you got to open both doors at the same time. If you only open up one gullwing door on a German car, you're basically doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and who wants again, to start that shit again? The Hitler joke. Yeah. He just did a Heil Hitler. And, and everyone later went, we can't do... Maybe we shouldn't compare the car to a Nazi. Why do you think Hitler comes up so much in comedy and continues to? After all oh, these years. I know years. on the History Channel, I was like, well, that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. But it's not just History Channel. It's it's comedians throughout the years. I got it from Mel Brooks. I got Mel it, Brooks, yeah, right. I got it from yeah. Mel Brooks. And, mm-hmm. and when I read... Uh, I forget what I read about Mel Brooks, but he's and Pryor said this too, and that's what became. I write what scares the hell out of me. I want to defuse the. I want to take the fangs out of the monster. Right. So whatever scares the shit out of me is what I'm going to write about. Face your fear and laugh at it. Mm-hmm. And I, that always stuck with me. So wow. I just saw that. In, what doc? I just watched documentary. Uh, it's like, jeez, uh, I'm going to blank on it now. Mm. This documentary just came out. It's on Netflix right now. It's comedians. Uh, Seinfeld's in it. 
It's like about the depression of comedians. Like, comedians. oh right, right. Mm-hmm. Like laugh till laugh till you're yeah. dying or something like no. that. God damn it. Well, that's, that's a good title. Let's just great, say it's laugh until you die. I'm doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the but facts there, confuse you. Do that bit about a, the guy forgetting things on Netflix. Yeah, that's a, my favorite uh, bit. There's a there's a basically version of that. Yeah, the but basically when I read that, you know, because I was a kid when I got I, the comedy albums when I was a kid, that was the prized possession. Right. It was comedy albums. It was the uh, the, the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue with the mesh. Right. Mm-hmm. You're like, I, this is what I need in and case the world And Eddie Murphy with up. the red leather. Eddie Murphy with red leather. And, and it was all prior. A lot of Carlin and a 2,000-year-old man. It, was, it seemed older to me, but I could appreciate the uh, – it made me laugh. And, and it made me want to – and then Blazing Saddles, you know, when, when the older kids yeah. would show you those. You're like, hey, look at that. I'm like, wow. So I just was profoundly moved by that. And I saw Pryor when I was 12 years old. We went to one of those parties. You know when you go with your parents and yeah. get the warning in the car? <laughs> your mother leans over is like, now your father does business with these people. Don't behave like an animal. <laughs> so they were all watching Pryor at the Santa Monica concert. And they went to the next room to have coffee. And I snuck in, rewound the tape. And it, fellas, it, it blew my head off. I just, I remember saying out loud, look what this man can do. Yeah. He didn't even have a friggin' intro. He just walked up and grabbed oh, the is mic. This, this the one where like, when Patti LaBelle just opened fu- for him. Yeah, and just walking just around. Filing in. Yeah. And, and he's he like, just picks all these white the people still in yeah. the, still getting the dress. Black <laughs> people still in the seats. You know, that was just, and he just started talking. And I was just captivated by what he could do. The, the black guy walking through the woods, the white guy walking through the woods. He's not saying a word and everyone's, and I'm staring at the TV. So I was profoundly moved by that. I didn't realize I wanted to be a comedian, but I knew something got my attention for the first time. Right. So, uh, and that always stuck with me. What was your uh, What was your first on stage experience like? Uh, July thirteenth, nineteen eighty eight, was uh, Eastside Comedy Club, Long Island. It's now a Pomodoro restaurant. Oh, yeah. it, was a, it was a Wednesday night open mic. Concert. Pomodoro, I, yeah. like the one in New York on the Upper West Side. Nah, this is a shit-o. <laughs> Different Pomodoro. Yeah, we used to call show. that the breakup restaurant. Yeah. And you killed, right? Is that the it? first time you went up? I did because oh, <laughs> no, you I, didn't. I did. And really? I'll tell you why? I made the mistake of telling my mother, and she told the whole neighborhood. Because oh. I grew up in one of those neighborhoods where everyone knew everybody. Right. Yeah. You know, That's your aunt great. ran the deli, and it was, it was... And I had to get on a train, get on a Long Island Rail, go to another... Uh, another town to buy condoms and cigarettes because everyone knew each other. Oh my so gosh. I couldn't, That's you know. Funny. That's so sweet. So, and then, but what happens now the first time you go and you perform comedy without Everyone your mom's is game? there. And so, all I, I didn't do any material. I just started making fun of them and they all left because it was like my house. Right. Yeah. It's and like I'm a like, Thanksgiving dinner yeah. show. So, what's the first show after. No mom and no friends. I got a call because my, my first Because you're like, now you're nice. on cloud nine. Now you're like, yeah. I am one of the you greatest. You don't know natu- anything. Right. It's, it's, it's the cherry And high. then you walk into a club without your mom. Yeah. And what happens? Without everybody. Um, I got a call the next day from the agent, uh, Tom and Jenny at Omnipop, says, are, are you open? No, and I didn't know what that are meant. You open? And I went. <laughs> what does you know, it mean? Uh, I went. Yeah. yeah you want to go bowling or something? I'm like, I just met this guy. I don't know what the hell it means. I've done one show. He's right. like, yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm playing it cool. You should have heard the I'm audience like, though. They were going like nuts. I got a check. When? I don't know what I'm saying. He's like, oh, tomorrow night I'll give you twenty bucks. Just go do five minutes at Sand. Come on, said, you're getting paid on your second gig. Twenty bucks for do five minutes at but a bar. But still, you're getting money. I to don't do know. Comedy. This is not supposed to happen. <laughs> Okay. This is outrageous. I I've don't know it's not supposed before. to happen, Spike. So I went there. I got 20 bucks. I did the set. Did Once people you, laugh? Don't remember. I took the 20 bucks I got out before they realized I soaked them that's for 20 inc- beans. That's incredible. I gave it to my mother. She pressed it in a book, and I was off. And then you're, you, then you're just, how do you get to the next club? Because because the, I figured out, okay, I put two and two together. Open mics. I, right. went, I made a list of the clubs. Open mic. 
I went and I just haunted open mics. And how long before you're getting traction where you can actually support yourself doing if this comedy? Was, I was very fortunate um, because of the climate. The terrain at the time was it was 1988 when I started. So television producers found out. Well, actually, bar owners found out it was cheap to produce. Right. Like, wait a minute. We can. We don't have to have huge drum there's sets. There's no drum sets. There's crazy no, lighting And people want to see this. I can turn. Sometimes yeah. the, I walked into clubs in um, Connecticut. I found this booker. That trusted me. I was funny enough, and he trusted me to pick up his cash. And I had a car. <laughs> you know why I worked? I had a car. I've heard that. What story kind of car was this? I had a nineteen. Uh, I had a nineteen. I had an eighty-five Ford uh, Thunderbird Turbo Coupe. Ooh, oh, there you which go. I, I bought for my brother, and he overcharged me. <laughs> but but that's the car I had. So I had a car, and I was responsible. So I would go into the city and pick up the headliners at Forty Fourth and Tenth, the old Improv. Wow. And I pick up the headliners and drive them to these shit gigs in Connecticut. That's awesome. And Don't I you would, want to find another one of those now? I would come back, and I would and I would always tell the headliners, "Go, what do you live? Take a cab. You an animal? For God's sake, I got a car. Let me drive you home." So they would call up and go, "Send Adam." He because they're not paying for a cab home. I was responsible. I was on time. The car was clean. You love to drive. So you show, would you were you yeah. chauffeuring around? Big shots. Uh, Patty Rossborough liked me, and and uh, Patty, uh, she was doing a lot of colleges, so she felt safe with me, and she was a female traveling alone. So I would pick up Patty. So I was Patty's opening act for a while. Plus, I mean, your car was turbocharged. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't think they really gave a shit, and they couldn't drive without me because it was a stick. Oh, so, yeah. are you mostly you an American? Me? Yeah. Are you mostly an American car guy? Is that what you like? Yeah, I mean, I do. I actually met the uh, uh, the Wheeler Dealer guys came down to see me do stand up, and they had a '73 Alpha. That I like thought was friggin' beautiful, yeah. yeah. And I was and I was talking to him about it, but pretty much just yeah, old American. I mean, I, do you have a collection? No, I don't have the cash or the room. So what would you? <laughs> he has when one you car do that have takes the up the space yeah. of four. When cars. he has, when he has cash, cash, when you have the first cash, thing I'm going to get. What are you going to get? I want to know a '57 Starfire Oldsmobile because that was the car of my father's youth. That's the one he built. That's the picture I have on the wall. A J2 Continental kit. That thing was that thing was six feet with the Continental kit from the back of the rear tire to the end of the kit. <laughs> my mother used to parallel park it in Queens and knock garbage cans <laughs> off of 121st Avenue. She took her driving test in it. Oh my God! And the and the guy and the, the the ignition's up on the dash, and my mother had to reach up to turn the ignition on. And she passed and what, the test what, in that car. Now, you, you've got That's a lot of dad car, car history. What yeah. about you now? You're, you're fourth for your kids. For your for me, what are uh, you going to buy that's going to add to this? 68 390 Fastback, the bullet car, uh-huh. Highland Green. Oh, yeah. I get that one for Ooh, me. Uh, I will nice. get the, the Grand National I love. Didn't loved they just find kid. the original one in they, Mexico? In Mexico. Yeah, they found they it with found the VIN it. numbers. Yeah, yeah well, let's get I got, that one. So I bang, up, I bang up my shoulder. I flip over. And I can't drive. So I got a third degree AC separation. And, you know, history and BBC are very compassionate. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. You're shooting two more. So I'm gonna sling. They have a great health fund too. Yeah. The, so the gag was we get show. we get a uh, stunt driver to drive for me, uh-huh. uh, and we find the oldest stunt driver we can drive, uh, who who can drive, and um, this, it's this guy Mickey, who knew Steve McQueen, who drove. That's all oh, I had. There you go. So, yeah, that was I tortured part. this guy for three days, and yeah. he ended up. And what did he tell you about Steve McQueen? Just how he, you know, he was just telling me stories about he was a quiet guy. He was he was he was real like Porsche, but he had this Jaguar that XKSS. He, he, the uh, the fifty six yeah. the one he he raced in yeah. Le Mans that the made the streak at the Peterson, Peterson. Yeah, yeah. He told me about the car yeah. and Steve was telling him about they the car. owe me a drive in that car yeah they look I gorgeous I set up a photo shoot with that car in Steve McQueen's old driveway yeah. in Brentwood uh-huh. in exchange for a drive. And when and? they brought the car up that day, they said the transmission was funky. Yeah, <laughs> but I know transmission's always a little. Funky. Leno drove it. Leno drove it for in his show, and I know he had to uh, pay sixty thousand dollars. 
for insurance for one day. For a pre a premium? $60,000 because the car is that valuable. Now that or 30 million. in my head, I just went back. They they took the 66 GT40 out of the museum. I drove it on the show. Right. How good was that? Eight feet, but I drove it. Yeah. So it's 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 right hand drive. You got to turn on the oil pump. You yeah. to, it'll turn the power on, and it's the three fifty right behind the, mm-hmm. the four barrels right here. And I start it up, and it's, it catches on fire. I'm like, boys, it's a fire. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, that is, it does issue. that. <laughs> so I'm sitting in this car, right? And it's this is you know this is the car. This is the model I yeah, had as yeah. a kid. And I'm sitting in the car, and like I've never driven it before. And they said, okay, you're going to drive it past the camera, which is eight feet. It's right hand drive, so I put it, in, and the clutch doesn't catch till. Till, like all the way up Super here. high clutch. Yeah, so clutch up, yeah. is all the way up here. So my knees and my chin, and I'm driving. I'm like, oh, my God. I drive it past, terrified, drive it past the camera, cut, shut it down. The guy comes over like, you did good. Most yeah. people stole it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. All right, get out. Let's get back to McQueen. Do you remember mm-hmm. any choice McQueen anecdotes? I remember the, the what he was telling me about how quiet he was, but he was... He was a lunatic behind the wheel. Yeah. And he, when he did the... He goes, he hated the fact that all the hubcaps flew off. <laughs> He's like, how many hubcaps are flying off in this friggin'... In, in, in the bullet, in the bullet cars. Yeah. 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 In the bullet there were a bunch of bullet cars, right? They yeah, would land that three, jump and they would break. What, when he said there was bust. three. What Mickey told me was there's one in Santa Barbara where he is. Wow. He said, some guy's got one in a garage up there. I think there were three. Um, there was the hero car and then there was the one they found in Mexico. Right. But he told me there were three. Um, and then he told me this other story that stuck with me. He was one of the guys at the end of Butch Casting and Sundance Kid that did the jump. Oh, really? Yeah, George Roy Hill. He did the because he was a stuntman. Wow. So there was on location, and George Roy Hill couldn't go to the edge because he's scared of heights. So he sends he sends Mickey out there. He goes, I want you to jump there. And he goes, okay, listen, come here. And George is really scared. He goes, you see those white things down there? Those are rocks. We can't do it here. So they did it in the studio, and they painted a piece of glass on the lens because that's the technology yeah, they, they had. The piece of glass. They oh painted it on the lens. He goes, I jumped about 150 feet into this little water, <laughs> and we put air into it so we looked like a roiling right. water. And I, yeah. He goes, and what happened? He goes, I screwed up my back a little bit. He goes, and I said, and then what happened? He goes, George wanted another take. And what'd you do? I said, I said, well, I'll have to charge you. He said, I know. I need another one. I go. So then what'd you do, Mickey? He goes, I jumped again. I put my kid through school. That was it. (laughs) And there you go. And every time I see, but he was the sweetest man. He lives up in Santa Barbara. I made him drive this old C4 Corvette. This poor bastard has to drive this piece of shit that I put, I forget what the modification. Oh, I had flames shooting out the back. I forget why. Flamethrowers are fun. Why not have that? Because who doesn't like flames? I had, I put flames shooting out. We had to make our own RVs. This was one of my favorite episodes. And I had flame shooting. It was a 72 Buick Centurion convertible. And I put the flat iron building on it because I wanted to bring a piece of home with me. So I was driving around. And Max Pappas pit maneuvered me in a real RV and I flipped over. And that was my opening shot for the second or third season. But I remember I had flame shooting out the back so we could cook. So the three of us would put – so I wow. would bring in the – so it was the – the, the, What, propane tank? Yeah, it was a propane – and it shot out of the back how many How many seasons do you guys end up doing? Seven? We ended up doing six. Six. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. at the end of six, they say they're not going to pick the show up. But they then, said that at the end of five, and then we got a call like, all right, we, we want you back. Well, here's what I had a hard tr- – you know, trouble understanding because I watched the show. It's yeah. moving back to BBC. BBC owns the show, but then mm. they announced there's a new cast. Like they're not taking yeah. any of you guys, any of you guys with them. 
Was it ever a discussion to, to have I you guys? Think, and I don't know this for a fact, but I think the brand was because in the, turmoil. You, you guys are the show. Yeah, well, at it was, that point, we're, at that point, our energy, our our collective, our, whatever our chemistry and uh, whatever the Top Gear meant to us, we were satisfied that we duplicated. We, right. We gave you the camaraderie. We gave you the danger. We gave you the adventure, and and that's what we set out to do. So when they so, say they're moving, is this moment of excitement for you? Spike and then was when Clarkson left and those guys left. They were scrambling and had to reinvent the brand. I think there was an intellectual property or something because I don't know who owned what, but that's why they wanted more guys on the original Top Gear. That's why right. there was five hosts and they were moving stuff around because they didn't know how they were. Right. Like they were they like probably didn't want to be holding. But to they three never guys called you up and throw some shit at the wall yeah. and see what's. And I think we got caught in the gears of oh, we got to do this and we want it all to match for international sales. Like I said, I don't know. All I know is the three of us, the two of us, looking because at each it other couldn't. Said, you guys, have, could, but, 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 but I still don't understand why couldn't you guys go do the BBC show? I'm sure some English suit you, somewhere said, "Ah, uh, let's go in another direction." Or and someone what, said, "You know, we could probably recast this for a third." So of the does money. that? Yeah. Did that if, if it's going to be on BBC America, I'm sure, and they're not. It's not a co-production anymore. I'm sure. Yeah. Did that piss you off? It's showbiz. You can't take this shit personally. I take it personally. So do I. <laughs> I'm pissed I'm off. I'm not saying I figured it out. I'm I saying I know what to do, but you can't. But if you take it too personally, you're drinking it All right. Well, listen, I'm on Instagram the other day smoking a cigar in my backyard, uh, a nice Hoyo, a nice Cuban cigar. Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm looking down, and I see Rutledge. I follow Rutledge there on the Instagram. Okay. And he says, he's got a picture of the three of you guys here. Yeah. It says, missing my boys today, but have no fear. We are working hard on something awesome for we you. We are, yeah. And we will be back. USA, USA, USA. What a thing. What, what does that mean? We got a thing. What is your thing? Look, what the can three you tell of us, us still love each other and want to work together. So right. we were talking about it for a while. And now there's people in suits talking about it. Really? So? How can I get in on this? Put on a suit. Don't say <laughs> cock. Or Don't if you're say rolling, cock. Put on a flannel. I'm so sorry. You know, I have that a was a little louder now. than I thought and we're at a restaurant. Do you already have a production company? Yes. God damn it, Matt Farah. You're all, I'm you're always too late. Again. Here was an idea just sitting there out in the wild. These yeah. three guys, three idiots. The Beatles, re reunited. Yeah. So right. how long this, How long are we going to have to wait to, to hear about that. this for real? I, if I had something concrete to tell you, I'd, I'd tell you as soon as I can. Clock's running. But well, you know, that's, right now, that's it's, concrete. It's, you know, if he's out there on Instagram writing about it. Yeah, it's like it's it's something to talk about. And the nice response that we got are the people that, that still want to see us. And, no, it's And exciting. the fun that we had. And it, the nice thing about uh, doing a show like that is is is, you, is the people you meet, and once you once you open a hood, you just get a bunch of guys looking around and humming. You know, mm, mm, well, mm, as mm. we've just seen with what if uh, Amazon gives them a grand tour of America. That's <laughs> great. That be? Well, the one great. the that one thing the that Jer I was just going to say, Jeremy Clarkson man. has proven is. The guys are the show. We got a great email. The guys are the we show. We got a great email from season one. We got a great email from Jeremy. Uh, and James May wrote a nice article about us breaking our balls that we liked. And uh -huh. we actually met Hammond, who was very sweet. We flew to London oh, to do this press. He's like a nice guy. I know. That was a brutal one. I, you know, I, was, I was supposed to review that car a week after he <laughs> There's only one. So yeah. you didn't? flights booked to Croatia. <laughs> Not anymore. Going on. Oh, what yeah. went wrong, in your oh, opinion, went, Matt Farah? I, I don't need my opinion. We just spoke with the people at uh, Rimats. It's pronounced Rimats. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, the telemetry from that car is he was going way too fast. So he yeah. was just going was, too you know, fast you know for that turn. You know how it is. Guys who race, you ever done any racing? I, I know just enough to get me killed. Just enough to know that if you are combining television with yeah. actual racing, yeah. which is a hill climb, uh -huh. right, and someone goes, 
the end of the day and someone says, I'm just going to take one more run. Yep. <laughs> it's the Iceland, baby. I almost died in a truck. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> someone just is going to yep. have one more run. That's, that's it. Preach, Farrah. Yeah. Preach, it's, baby. It, and we saw the telemetry from his car. <laughs> Tell it on the mountain telemetry. He, was, he tried to take a corner. At an unbelievable speed, it's unreal. Mm-hmm. You know, it is and unreal it, it and just, scary. It was too much. It was too much. Yeah. speed. it, it happened. He rolled man. down a hill. Did, did they get him out before the car caught fire? He got himself out. He and got then the car out. caught fire. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He, it, it looked way gnarlier than it. I mean, he sailed that thing off a cliff. How old a guy is he? Late forties. Mm. He's 40s, older. I, I can't be older. I don't, than I don't know him. if he's fifty yet, but he's late. It's late forties wow. at least. Well, he but, was in the monkeys, the original monkeys TV show, wasn't he? Wasn't he that little? No, that's he not seems him. fun. He's Although, a sweet man. All those man. guys seem great. Uh, so we were sitting at the press event, and we just—he's got two of my favorite cars. He's got a '61 E-Type, good car, and he's got the—he's uh, got the bullet car, <clears throat> but he's got it painted. It's blue. With uh, white deck stripes. I go, you got to change it to Highland Green. He goes, I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, hey, so, we're so the monkeys. Thing. I'm going to pay him to sing that so song. We're, we're just bullshit, you know, with cars and everything. And Andy Woolman was there. It was a nice event. It was just me and him sitting at the table. And all the chaos was around him because for some reason, he wasn't drinking and I wasn't drinking for some reason. Um, for some reason. For some reason. Well, well, the judge thought it was a good idea. <laughs> no, I think I was on, a, I was on, a, I was six. I was on antibiotics. Yeah. So we're just sitting there talking. And, uh, He's like, well, send me your stand. I said, okay, you got an office address? What? He goes, nah, send it to my house. And he gives me the address. It's blah, 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 castle. Yeah. <laughs> and I call my wife home. I said, listen, have the office send out a DVD to, to Hammond, and I'll, I'll write a note. And I'll send it. I go, look up this address, blah, 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 blah castle. Can street? Can we Google And he street? went, and she's like, it's a castle. It's <laughs> I went, drawbridge, moat, kind of castle shit? Yeah. Or castle lane? Nope, castle. Uh, he he lives in the middle of nowhere and like helicopters to work. He's got a helicopter too. Yeah. Wow. He was telling me. Yeah, he flies himself. He, it's like it's so then it's helicopters to work. It's great. So there, that's what all you're, these that's guys in the UK they they live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, Clarkson has a lighthouse in he, Scotland. He lives on the Isle of Man or something. Something. I think. Yeah. yeah, fucking lighthouse. They're make they're making Even, money. Uh, you know, Chris Harris, my friend, who's mm-hmm. now on the current issue sure. iteration of Top Gear. Lives on the border of England and Wales in a house that was like a convent in the 1300s. Jeez. And his living room was like where the cows were kept. How do you masturbate in that house comfortably? <laughs> well, if there are Seriously. cows there, pretty easily. Very cold. Adam. Cows. I think. Cows and nuns. I've got to wrap things up here. Oh, but sorry. Um, Adam, yes. I want you to make that money. I think so we, all I. I, we all need a castle. That this show <laughs> with these guys, if you've got something planned, you guys mm. are the show. Thank and you. I wish you only the best. That's Matt very Farrah, kind of you. Thank you. Thank you nice for hanging you out again, today. But well, Adam, Adam, you have some stand updates you wanted to tell uh, They're all about? on Twitter, uh, adamferrar.com. Uh, I am uh, Adam Ferrar uh, on Twitter and uh, Facebook. Come by, say hello, come see me. And what are you promoting, Matt Farah? Drive on NBC Sports Season 4 begins airing in September. I'm about to fly to Iceland on Saturday to do a uh, lap of Iceland in the 570 GT McLaren. Good for you. Oh, my God. I was in an old Chevy pickup, non-turbo diesel, hauling fuel across it with those other two idiots in front of me. And when you said, just one more, we went up and I went through the cab the front of the car went down <laughs> and the lights are on so i can see this cabin and I'm, I'm fumbling like this trying to get the radio and our guide is there and tanner's listening on the radio because he's on the same channel yeah and i go yeah come get me out of here i'm going down <laughs> and the guy and the guy the icelander goes we have we have to oh bring bring the tow ropes sir. it's not an emergency and i'm like not an emergency not an emergency <laughs> i'm gonna die in this friggin glacier get me out of here you fish eating fucks i was screaming and there you have it and you can follow me on instagram Facebook and Twitter on at Spike First and see you next week on Spike Scar Radio.
Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.